0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha! Welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about anxiety and depression when we're dealing with uncertainty. And right now we are all dealing with uncertainty. That's kind of the interesting thing, right? The entire globe is dealing with the exact same issue along with all of our various problems and circumstances and issues. And so we are noticing that there is a lot more anxiety and a lot more depression because there is this new uncertainty. And life is always uncertain. That's the thing I want to always come back to first off here, is that We think sometimes that we have it figured out. We have things under control and that we know our path in life or that we have it all planned out. We know exactly what we will be doing on every holiday in the years to come. And the reality is life is very uncertain and that's okay to come to terms with. It actually can be letting go of some of our need to control and it's a light, we can feel lighter when we are accepting the idea that things, life is uncertain. So let's, let's talk a little bit about anxiety and depression because there is so much uncertainty out there. And these are the two things that are really popping up more and more with people. I mean, anxiety has been a popular uh, buzzword for a while now, but I have to say it's, uh, that term is just popping up everywhere by people. You never even expected to be using that term, uh, because everybody's understanding what you guys and I had kind of dealt with a lot already. More people are feeling that now than ever. So if you ever felt alone, you are certainly not. And it's okay. It's okay to feel anxious. It's normal to have stress feelings and to feel some anxiety, but we don't have to live in an anxious state day in and day out. We can learn to understand these things and to find our inner peace and calm, even when life around us is chaotic. So Let's talk a little bit first about the um, differences between anxiety and depression. And and I want to bring up the thinking symptoms in both of those because um, both anxiety and depression have thinking symptoms and physical symptoms. So when we're talking about anxiety and our thought process, we're talking about apprehension over what's about to happen and what could happen in the future. And when I say these things, you're going to really tune in to why people around you are feeling anxious and why maybe your anxiety is ramping up. It doesn't need to though. We can really remember how to give ourselves those little places of peace and calm catch our breath and not have it build on itself. We're going to feel moments of it, but as long as you can go back and, and feel the peace and calm, let get back into your parasympathetic nervous system again, you can relax a bit, then you're ready to take on some more. But just remember, people around you may be having some of these thinking symptoms. So that first one, again, was ap- apprehension over what's about to happen and what could happen in the future. Also, they could be having worried thoughts or a belief that something drastic could go wrong. You know that feeling, and now there are more people feeling this, so they might be a little tense out there. Another one is feeling like you want to run away or avoid things that could cause further anxiety. Now, we can't run away. There's nowhere to go but we can control what we let into our world. And, um, that top one that I want to mention here, just to make sure I get it in is to limit your news intake. We had a wonderful group coaching call today where I invited everybody, the mini members and the full members. And, um, that was something that came out of that call limit, limiting your news consumption has really helped many of the members. And so I want to invite you to do the same thing. And then for depression, the kind of thought thought or thinking symptoms or feelings uh, that they get are uh, sadness, feeling sadness about the future, feeling the hopelessness, right? Feeling as though it's hopeless. And also listlessness, um, the lack of of belief that positive things will occur, just that no energy, just the mind going to the negative and not even believing that it could be positive again. And depression has little worry, but instead a certainty of the future negative emotions. So there's not worry about it. It's just certainty that The future is going to be negative. So that can really give you an idea of what people around you may be feeling because some may not have anxiety as much as they may have gone right into some depression. People with anxiety often find ourselves feeling like something bad, really bad, uh, might happen. And we're usually worried about it. We were, we're worriers where we mullet things over and over and over again versus people with depression. If you are only experiencing one of these, one or the other, the depression would often just assume a bad future and it doesn't expect anything else or it doesn't think there's anything worth preventing. So there's no need to worry. It's just, it's just heavy and dark and not even concerned about it. There's almost not even the energy to be concerned about it. And depression can occur many times after people have experienced anxiety for a long time, because uh, someone that deals with severe anxiety, you end up feeling drained and you can become hopeless, once your anxiety attack is over, you may just feel exhausted and hopeless, right? Uh, But you don't have to stay there. Just remember that can be just a passing feeling. And that's why it can be difficult to separate these. Most people, you know, similarly, those with depression can still feel some fear about certain things getting worse. But there's, they already have a a belief that the future is less positive and less bright. So there's a lot of crossover, but you get the general idea. And now the physical symptoms, again, these can be very different, although there are some similarities. Both anxiety um, and depression can leave you feeling drained and fatigued and listless, you know, no energy. But in the case of anxiety, it usually gets, you get those feelings of being drained and exhausted after intense anxiety, after panic attacks or a series of panic attacks. While with depression, it tends to be more constant without um, necessarily any triggers even. So that's just that heavy feeling. And now I want to talk a little bit about um the difference the different physical symptoms from the anxious and the depressed so in anxiety The physical symptoms include things like the fight or flight response symptoms, right? Shaking, sweating, feeling the need to run or or move, almost like pacing or something. Let me move my body. You can also have physical symptoms that resemble health disorders. This is very common and especially accompanied with health worries. So Right now, this is top of mind for a lot of people, because the crisis that the world is facing right now is related to health. It is about this coronavirus, and people are worried about their health. People who are anxious are thinking in the future about it, and may be uh, feeling every symptom, even at a higher intensity, because they are so busy checking their symptoms and sensations all day to see if they have any of the uh, virus kind of symptoms because they're on the lookout for it. So that is big right now, the physical symptoms that resemble health disorders. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? Code ACP after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support our show and tell them we sent you and other ones that you get with anxiety are the fast heart rate you can have bowel issues um, both ways you can be constipated or you can need to run to the bathroom you can be have hyperventilation and the awful feelings that that gives you and other energy causing symptoms so, You know, it's just what you guys have already heard me talk about many times and that you have already experienced those physical feelings of your stress response. It's a normal thing that your body is doing because it thinks you're in danger. Now for the depressed, the physical symptoms are a little bit different. There can be a severe lack of energy, or drive, just severe, um, not even wanting to get out of bed kind of feeling. And the affect um, is often flat, a complete lack of emotion, no highs, no lows, no, it's just no energy to even show an emotion. And there can be slowed thinking and slowed behavior reactions. So like I said earlier, we are all going through this together, but we're all going to exhibit different symptoms, different sensations. So I'm asking you to be kind, not only to yourself, but those around you who may be struggling with some symptoms and sensations that you're not even familiar with. So We're all going to have to hold each other's hands here as we walk through this. And finally, a depression physical symptom is that the appetite changes. People lose their appetite. They don't want to eat. They don't have any interest in eating. They can exhibit headaches and sleep problems, difficulty with sleep. In both extremes, not being able to sleep and having insomnia, or wanting to sleep all the time. And sleep is a depressant. So the last thing you want to do when you're depressed is oversleep. Of course, we all need our sleep, but sleep is actually a bit of a depressant. So you want to kind of move out of that, just get your regular amount of sleep if you're feeling somewhat depressed, and then see if you can't motivate yourself to do something, you know, even if it's just putting a puzzle together or reading a book. Depression actually tends to have fewer physical symptoms, but the mental symptoms can be just, just heavy and feeling like they're, they're, the lack of energy is so pronounced that many people with depression deal with these intense struggles daily would tell you that they, they would say it was just as bad as having anxiety. So it could be even harder because they're of the lack of energy that's involved in it. And so we can share symptoms between the two, anxiety and depression, and they can contribute to each other. So, that's another thing to keep in mind that anxiety can lead you toward the depression. The common the most common is anxiety eventually causing depression. I really rarely see people who are depressed that develop anxiety because anxiety actually takes a lot of energy. And um, poor coping combined with intense anxiety symptoms can commonly lead to a feeling of hopelessness. And that can create depressive symptoms. And when left unchecked, it's possible that the depression can become more severe. This is a good time to check in with yourself and make sure that you're reaching out. If you are feeling any of your anxiety or depression, if it is getting stronger uh, or more heightened, it's a great time to reach out. Reach out to a family member that understands you, that can listen. Reach out to um, a clergy. I know a a lot more help is out there available right now than usual. So take advantage of it. There's many people willing to help. Um, and so look into, uh, counseling, look into the resources in your area that are offering some more help along these lines and be sure to let your own physician know. I don't know If everybody can do this, but I can email with my doctor and have all that stuff in my records if I wanted to bring something to his attention and he could get back to me. We don't have to go in the office for um, these kind of things, but it would be a great time to reach out versus just letting it stew. And so it's important to note that both um, anxiety and depression, because of the neurotransmitters that are involved, can can feel natural. Both often don't receive adequate treatment. So it is natural to feel these feelings. We all feel anxiety. We all feel anxious from time to time, and we all feel depressed moods. But you know, and if you check in with yourself, and especially if you're journaling, you can check in and say, geez, is this getting a little worse? Am I feeling a little uh, more anxious than usual or more depressed than usual? And and that's you really do want to check in with yourself because you don't want to just feel like this is just natural. Again, we want it, we feel these things as human beings, but we don't need to go into a place where it's getting harder to get out of especially with the depression. The deeper we go into that, the harder it is to get out. You can, you definitely can. And this—and we all know that you can relieve and clear your anxiety. They both take time and effort. So try to catch it early if you need some help. Do not ever feel shame or embarrassment for asking for help. And the good news is that both of these things, as I just said, are incredibly treatable. There are ways that you can control and even con- cure, clear both your anxiety and depression, provided that you make the commitment to improving your mental health for the long term. No matter how hopeless it may feel, there are actual effective ways to improve in the long term, provided you're prepared for a few bumps that em- may occur along the way, And let me say that there will be bumps. Even if you're working with someone, you are going, this is not a straight and narrow path by any means. It is very up and down, back and forth. It's more like dancing than running a race. We're moving around the floor. We cover the different pieces of the floor over and over again, depending on if we need to revisit those particular issues or not, it's okay. Be patient with yourself and keep putting one foot in front of the other. I'm here for you guys. And I really know that we can do this together. So keep listening, keep your journals going. And if you feel like you want something more from ACP, join our group coaching membership again. 27 bucks a month, and you can talk to some amazing, awesome group members and have daily touch in with me too. And now for today's quote. Depression lies. It tells you you've always felt this way and you always will, but you haven't and you won't. And that's from Hallie Cornell.